Welcome to Random Topic Generator, a podcast where two men enter without a topic and hope to make sense out of a conversation under 20 minutes. We are your casters, Rob and Sev. Yo, let's do this. Yes. And we've officially, well, I did press record. This is third attempt, but here we go. (laughs) So let's see what we got here. If you opened a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? Ooh, 100% pasta. No doubt about it. I love pasta. Like, I do, like, 20 different type of fettuccine alfredos, like, with different <laughs> type of noodles. And, like, it'd be chicken and it'd be, like, everything. I put calamari in there randomly. I don't know. I just do a lot of different fettuccine alfredos. Raviolis. I love those comedically large raviolis. That's just <laughs> one large ravioli the size of the plate. Um, and you just eat it like a unit and give you a knife and a fork. I would do that. Um, I would do any kind of pasta. Yeah, yeah. Pizza as well. I would love to have like stuffed pizza. Weird pizza too, you know, like, like fettuccine alfredo pizza. Um, mm. and just interesting things like that. It'd be an Italian restaurant for sure. My 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 thing to go is like Italian food. I, I love pastas. Have you Terrible seen the Rocky food. movies? I have. Yeah. Have you ever seen his restaurant? Would you ever have your restaurant decorated into some way like he had like all of his like accolades? Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. Um, I would. I would. I would. Uh, with the turtle there and everything. Damn, that turtle lasted him really long. Um, I would. I. I mean, I don't know. That's a little. It, I. Although it does give the homey feeling, and that's what you want when eating pasta. Mm-hmm. Um. So that'd be cool. I probably have like a. Oh, you know what I do? I just mm. Photoshop a lot of people like shaking my hand and like a, a random <laughs> signature underneath it, and it would all be fake. Even the people I met, I would fake it. Um. <laughs> Just just out of, like, you know, just interest. You know, people are like, oh, my God, is that, like, Barack Obama? Like, what is going on? He ate here? Like, I just do everything, you know? That, 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 that alone, I love that. I've never, I've never heard of anybody doing something like that. But I would, I would love that. But have you ever been to Casa Bianca and Eagle Rock? I have not, no. Well, if you like Italian food, I'd recommend you go try it out. It's in Eagle Rock. It's a hole in the wall. There's mm. like, everybody goes there. Like, uh, if you go there, you can see like, oh, wow, all these famous people came in there. Or Mulberry's yeah. Pizza. Have you ever been to Mulberry's Pizza? Mulberry's? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have. Hmm. I well, think I have. Not well, I'm not sure. Well, well, if I had a restaurant, 100%, it would be like a sandwich restaurant. I, don't, I'm a, I love to eat stuff with bread. Mm. Like anything in bread, like give me, I don't know, hot dogs, give me burgers, give me anything in bread. That That's the one thing I like about Hank's hot dogs. They literally Ooh. have like meat in variation of forms of like buns. And yeah. I am a gigantic connoisseur. Like I would like my dreams are to like, even today, what I did is I made a quesadilla burrito and I like mm. layers of cheese, guacamole, mm. meat. Mm 
grilling it, making this super ridiculous sandwich. I'm one of those people that just wants to have like giant sandwich meals and just mm-hmm. load it up. I used to watch this show called Man vs. Food. Have you ever seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, heard. I've seen episodes. I, I would just want to create challenges like that guy would. But like, obviously it would cost a lot of money, but it would be like, I would want to do those things. Like have like giant food, mm. but mainly it would be with sandwiches because I go to a lot of places and I don't like to use a fork and a spoon or chopsticks. I just, I'm a main, I mean, I'm a gigantic fan of using my hands to eat food. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Epic, uh, Epic Meal Time guys? No. Oh my God. You haven't seen the, oh God, I have, a, I have like a t-shirt of them. Um, basically, it's just like a group of guys. It's like a YouTube channel mm-hmm. kind of thing. You can type that on YouTube and watch all the videos. It's unbelievable. They make the most ridiculous foods. It'll be a burger within a burger within a burger. And then that will be then fried and, and put a patty over it. And they'll grill that. And then they'll make a burger out of that. It's just so ridiculous. They make like, they make like, oh my God, they make like a Twix within a Twix. Like they just do the inception of food. They put things inside of things, you know? And and everything's really large. It's just hysterical. Like they do a lot of cool stuff. So and everybody loves the food. Do they ever, is, the, is it like, do they eat it by themselves? Who eats it? Like, is it just them just sampling it or do they give it to people? No, they're beasts. Um, they eat it all themselves and you watch them eat it. But also, a lot of times, it also is not good food. As in, it's like ridiculously bad. Like, they'll be like, like I said, they'll make an entire cake. And then that cake will be placed into like, I don't know, a patty. And then that will be fried. And it'll look like a patty of a burger. And they'll put mm-hmm. that into like two large breads. And they'll cut it. And it looks like a burger. And they'll eat that. Like, it's just some weird shit a lot of the times. But it's cool. And they eat it all you know, or at least most of it, like, they're just beasts, they eat it, like, big-ass white guys, you know, like, I think they're Norwegian guys or some shit, so it's pretty fun. I mean, that's awesome that they do something like that, but I, I, sometimes I hope that, like, it's just sad that we get to waste so much food, that's why, like, I really hope that if I make a restaurant that, like, everything I do make isn't food, is portioned, you know, I feel like, hey, here's this meal. It's 10 bucks and you're not getting extra fries with that. You're just oh, getting so like the anti-cheesecake factory. I got it. I got yeah. It. Who eats mm. at the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> like my girl hates Cheesecake Factory. I, I remember taking a girl to the Cheesecake Factory on a date and she mm-hmm. was so excited. I'm like, this is the fucking Cheesecake Factory. Mm. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I'm like, yeah, Cheesecake Factory is popping. Now mm. I feel like the moment Cheesecake Factory stopped selling ribs, was when it went downhill. Yeah. I mean, I've never ate ribs at Cheesecake Factory, but I'm sure it'd be good. I honestly have to say I really like the Cheesecake Factory, as in the food. Yeah, it's terrible. I added myself right there. I, and then I pleasantly waited until you completely destroyed it. And then I'm like, by the way, BT dubs. <clears throat> yeah. So I enjoy, enjoy <laughs> Yeah. I'm a very big fan. It's just the portions. Uh, the only reason why I mentioned Cheesecake Factory is it's, it's just like, clicked right in my mind when you said like normal portions i was like geez because the cheesecake factory can feed a family of five with just one plate it's just unbelievable i get obviously i get pasta all the time and it's just a lot dude and i'm like man i mean i I always take it home and i eat it and eat it again but if you gave me a quarter of that you know i would have been good there's no need for that big ass plate so 
So, so now that we've uh, expressed our love for Cheesecake Factory and it's a mini buffet for like 10 mm. bucks, but like mm. outside of that, if you were to make Italian food, what would be your next type of food that you would serve to people? Um, it would have to be just out of the, like, the, the concept of like how badass it would be. It really would have to be sushi. Ooh, I was going to say sushi too. Tell me why you want sushi. Okay, so I really like, I want it to be like ultra, it is not unique, but I'd like it to be ultra authentic, you know? And I went to Hawaii uh, for my honeymoon. We ate at the sushi place, like literally on the shore or like close to it. Uh, really expensive, but dude, they had the, the tuna, they had the actual fish like on the counter and they were scraping it and making tuna out of it. You know, like, I didn't even know there was that tool. There's this, like, weird tool that they use to scrape the tuna, mm-hmm. um, which makes it, like, feel and look like that tuna thing. Like, it's all grinded up and stuff. It's just, like, a tool, a metal tool that they pull across and it kind of, like, grinds it up. And it makes it into a little thing and you have tuna right there. So, you literally got a fish. Like, it's actually there and they made it. That's really cool. I'd like to see that. Like, I'd like to incorporate that somehow. I would have to have some ventilation system, like massive intense ventilation system. So you're not smelling fish everywhere because it's going to be the actual fish there. Mm-hmm. But that'd be cool to put that in there. And I'd, I don't know, I'd, it'd be interesting. It really would. Like to know where the fish came from too would be cool. Maybe the etymology of the fish before they serve it to you. Like that level, you know, like we got this fish from here. If you'd like to know like which lake it is or whatever, the, the information's right there too. That'd be cool. This is where this animal was captured <laughs> so you can consume it. It was taken yeah. from your family. You're, yeah. killing, you're killing Nemo <laughs> right yeah. now. The coral leaf. No, I, I, no I, I, I love sushi. I was not a sushi eater, but mm-hmm. I just think that the food that is the biggest art, just like just by making it, is sushi. Like it's, it's just art and I think it's beautiful. And I remember yeah. I went to somewhere for my f- uh, best friend's bachelor party. And mm-hmm. it was just me, him, and his brother. We had like this 21-course meal of sushi. And it honestly cost like $1,000. It was this place yeah. in like um, uh, downtown LA. It was like this hole in the wall, but apparently it was like very popular. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it was $1,000. And like each piece after piece after piece was amazing. And I just really just want... I think it's very different that like you get to usually see people make the food in front of you. You know, not all places you get to see the food basically be an art in front of you. And that's going to be mm. kind of stressful, but I would, I secretly low key want to learn how to become a sushi chef. And I really heard that you have to just learn how to wash rice for like three years. Like you basically have to be someone's bitch for three years and they're like okay you stuck around for three years washing rice now we're gonna let you cut some fish yeah 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 that's i i I, I watched gordon ramsay get yelled at so i'm like if that fucker can get yelled at like then i should be like i can take it because that guy yells at everybody so i want to be trained and have that sushi ability skill yeah, it's that's next level. It's like it's like samurai sword making and stuff like that. It's all that Japanese like culture. It's really badass. It's very cool. Yeah. It's it's very disciplined. Like it's just like a way mm-hmm. of life. I don't think you can just go there. Like anybody can go flip a burger, pretty yeah. much. 
anybody can make pasta. It's not rocket scientists. Hey, you're going to boil like whatever. And then you're going to add stuff. Yeah. Obviously there are people that can take a next level, but I, I don't think you can like half-ass sushi. Like you won't survive. Yeah. The, literally like if you have like a blowfish or some shit, that's like poisonous, like in Simpsons. Oh my know? God. That's what I always think about. That's why for years I never ate sushi. Cause I really thought you would just die from eating yeah. like if it was really cut that that episode to this day still haunts me haunts me too man haunts me too yeah that, was, that guy was hooking up with someone in the back like <laughs> parking lot that was the how is that a kid's show like that's hilarious the things they that we watched back in the day he was hooking up with someone in the back while like the guy that was supposed to be washing rice for three years probably you uh-huh. know um was cutting that very poisonous thing i love the diagram of like the you're supposed to cut, and then there's like an X where you're not supposed to cut, and he just cuts that. And... It's the one part. Yeah, it's the one part. Yeah, hey, that, that's funny. Like, I mean, back in the day, everything that was PG was parental mm-hmm. guidance. Any movie, there was like no rated R. Parental guidance. Yeah. Jaws was parental guidance. Yeah, yeah. Just because of Spielberg, they had to get PG-13 rating. Crazy. Well, thank you, Spielberg. But yeah. so I would do a sandwich shop or something that involved everything being in bread. So you would do pasta or Italian. You both do Which sushi. is also bread, by the way. <laughs> a lot of bread, yeah. I don't I don't view pasta being bread. I know it's made out of wheat and God knows what, but I just you, you use a fork, whereas in, I'm just gonna be using my hands. What what would be your like third and like last type of uh, I have to say, just to add a little addendum to that last statement, um, mm-hmm. in the end, I do use my hands when I grab the, the garlic bread and I uh, very metaphysically split it in half and then run it across the sauce on the, on the bowl. And, and I eat that. Like, yeah, the fettuccine with the garlic bread sauce. Ooh, so good. So good. So I do use my hands a little bit towards the end. I get a little cray as I say. Um, what would be my third one? My third one? <sighs> What do I like more than pasta? I mean, I like pizza more than pasta, I mean, as much as pasta. So those two are in the same category. Man, honestly, I don't know if I have a third one. It'd probably be a weird one. Like something that I really, I mean, I love Indian food. Really? I do, I do love Indian food. I did not before, but this past maybe like, I would say five to 10 years, it's just anytime you say Indian food, I'm like, yes, please, level five, destroy me, please. It's so is it good. the spiciness that you like it? The flavor is just so good too, both, you know? But when you have the spiciness, like I've never had food make me projectile sweat. Ooh. And, it, and the Indian food at that level in which I eat it, it just, I just start sweating, man. Like I'm legit, like I just went, I just came back from tennis and it basically is the same thing as going in and eating Indian food. You know, I'm sweating the same. I'm probably burning more calories. It's like the um, celery of real food. You know, I burn more calories just by eating it because I'm sweating so much. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the actual calories in the food. So Indian food is another one I love. Have you ever attempted to make anything of Indian food? Never. Oh, uh, no. Like I've, I've done one of those things where it's like already kind of cooked and you mm-hmm. just you make the rice and you you heat up the chicken you put the sauce in there and you, you cook it all together and shit i've done that so that's not really cooking any food i've never cut the chicken and like made the chicken masala and all that stuff in the garlic none i've never done that so no 
I would never want to because I it'd probably suck, you know. <laughs> it's like making sushi. Like I know I'm not gonna make good sushi, you know. It just I know I'm I'm gonna fail at this. Jeez. Yeah, it's an art too, you know. Just an aggressively spicy art that, you know, um, you pay for it the next day. So it's worth it. Mm. How about you? No, I, my last one would definitely be like we're both Armenian, so. You know, the interesting part of us is like that whole region, everybody wants to claim they make like, like kebab or barbecue mm. or like that whole, like that whole area. Like, Hey, we've been doing yeah. this for years. And I, I don't, it's something that I, it's like, I, you know, for a fact that Japanese made sushi, but in that region, because we were all in their like clusterfuck of like different empires and uh, mm. under different tyrannies of God knows what type of dictatorships. But I mm. really, really dig making Armenian barbecue or Persian barbecue, whatever it is. Just, mm. But I would do it in a, in a way that, you know how you have the sushi bars? Mm-hmm. You would have the same thing in front of you where the people, there was like a fire in front of you. They're making literally, barbecue. <laughs> yeah, like literally like you're, you're in like a circle and like the people over there in front of you are just like, with the skewers, just like flipping them, flipping the meat right in front of you. And just mm. literally like all of a sudden when the meat's ready, because the best time to eat the meat is right off the fire. And a lot of places mm. when you go to it, they do the cooking and then all of a sudden they'll put it on the plate and then they'll drag it over to you after like maybe a minute that has been cool. But like if you ask anybody, you have to eat the meat right on the fire. And like it would be different variations because there are things that people love to eat like liver like people i don't know how many people like eating livers it's not a very good thing to eat but a lot of people like eating that i would love to serve that something different um bag i don't know if you ever had bag it's like this thinly sliced yeah. very good that. very good I, I i don't even know how to make it how it's made but it, i don't even mm. know what the it's like a thinly cut like steak what, what would you call that compare like filet yeah, it's like a flamey mignon, like just like thinly, like it's like a half an yeah. inch thick. And just make that food be ready for consumption for people right in front of them. And at the same time, mm. the side dishes are great. Obviously, we have rice and our salads are wonderful and yogurt, like really like Lebni yogurt. Like what I do literally when I go to like Rafi's place or I get some lavash bread and instead of like my first layer would be like some type of yogurt and then mm. I would just put the meat and the rice on top of it with a little bit of tomato and cucumber and then roll that bad boy up and eat it. It's like a little, it's again, like sort of Ooh. like a sandwich, but it would like just that. be, it's really good. When we, when, when society returns and we can go to Rafi's <laughs> place and enjoy a good meal, we'll go there bro and we'll like feast out because i love going to that place and eating meat and it's in some ways i want to slowly become a vegetarian or a vegan Mm -hmm. but i feel like how do i give up on this you know like it's you don't 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 do vegetarian crap you don't you just eat the meat my friend (laughs) Just, just live with it. You know, I, I just, I just, I love it so much. But at the same time, I just like, can there be another way that we can have this flavor? I think Burger King has this meat that's not, not made out of meat anymore. 
I've tried those. Have I've you tried, tried it? I've tried Impossible Burgers. I literally tried a completely vegan sandwich, and it was terrible. Because yeah. you, know, you know what the one thing, too, is? We grew up eating a lot of food that was very flavorful. And I oh, feel yeah. like people that don't grow up with very flavorful food mm-hmm. that try to become vegans is easier. But I'm like, mm-hmm. try giving up our food and becoming vegan. It's really, yeah. really hard. I mean, there are, I mean, we can really easily go not being vegan because, like, the main thing is like the meat. Like, we can just mm-hmm. substitute like mushrooms, just mushrooms, because I can't think of another substitute that would come in its place. But potatoes. potatoes, mushrooms, but like everything is so flavorful, you know? Like, how can we give that up? But I would really, really, really love to create a Middle East, Mediterranean kebab place that's sort of mm-hmm. like a hybrid, like a sushi bar. You're sitting right there. In front of the flames, motherfuckers twirling that meat, those chickens. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Your order is up. Here's some lule cabo. And they just Up slide it. it right onto your thing. It's like a yeah. little a little slide that slides right into your like plate. And and I think that's like part of the show too. Like when you have that experience, it's sort mm. of like when you go to what's that sushi the Japanese like cooking place in front of you. Um, Benihana's. Benihana. Yeah. Uh, no, wait. A Korean barbecue you're talking about, right? Or no, Benihana's? Like, oh, Benihana's. the ones that they do it. Yeah. Yeah. In front mm-hmm. of you, they're just like playing around. But mm-hmm. for, yeah, that would be pretty much it. That'd be um, cool. Like a Benihana's, but like an Armenian version, right? Or like a Mediterranean version. Yeah. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully we can make it happen one day. I mean, they're I just have... always angry and like just doing things. And <laughs> they're always yelling at you. No, um, plug I have to throw out there is I worked at my friend's Greek restaurant on his truck, Euromania. Nice, nice. Euro, it, it's, it's amazing. We worked, I, there was a moment that I got fired. I didn't have a job and I worked, mm-hmm. he gave me a job and mm-hmm. he's like, Hey man, come out of the house. I'll give you a job. You can make like 50, hundred bucks a day. And I went mm-hmm. there here, here I am with his um, MBA degree, masters and stuff like that. Just being a cashier. Nice, nice. Very much, so do humble, it. So do it. very much humbles you. Like literally, I, I want to really just dedicate a portion of the show to all the people that work in fast food and that serve us food, make our food, prep the food, clean the kitchen, clean the, do everything that involves a restaurant. Because when I yeah. worked in that environment, especially it was a lunch truck, it's very small. We're looking like at like 100 square feet Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of work. Jeez. And the, the heat rush, too? The rush. Imagine, there. you want to try to serve 100 people in less than an hour. Mm. It's intense. It's very stressful. And, you know, people are not that nice. So I really want to end the show off by saying, like, look, everybody that works in the food industry, I know you're all hurting. But thank mm. you. We hope that everything gets better and we can continue to eat out and come visit you guys pretty soon. Totally. Also, a really quick RIP to Chadwick Boseman. He definitely died, passed away today. That's pretty crazy. It's, literally, we just found out maybe like an hour or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I can't. I can't, I can't even think about yeah. what else to say. Like, I mean, he literally is the Black Panther. I can't. 
Yeah, I mean, Wakanda forever, I guess. I forever, know. man. Like, how do you replace him? You can't. Yeah, I mean, I don't <sighs> even know if they're, they're not going to have that conversation for a while, but, geez. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, yeah. to, every, to everyone out there, thank you. Be well. Be safe. Good night out there. All right, peace.